0: We're going to continue on now Daf the 20A in Erechen. <clears throat> brand new topic, brand new Mishnah. The Mishnah starts off as follows. So as we discussed numerous times in the past, there are two different forms of donations. There's a form of donation called an Erech and a form of donation called a Nether. A Nether is when there is an assessment made and that payment, for example, if I pledge my own value, then there's an assessment made. To, and whatever my true value is, that's how much I now must pay to hectish. The case of, uh, of an erech is when someone says, is specifically using the words erech. Eirech has a set value based on whatever the, Torah set, the, whatever the Torah says that set value is based on the gender and based on the age. And then you pay that set number. So, for example, if someone's between the ages of a male, between the ages of 20 and 50, it's 50 shaka, regardless of what his true value is. The mission over here says, There is in some way an Eirech, is more khamar than a neder. a set value donation is more Chamer, is more strict than that of a neder. that of an assessed value donation. Kate said, How is this so? If someone says, I will give my Eirech, my set value, and then he passes away, in that case, the heirs would be obligated to pay up using the estate for his donation. Over there, the donation is set. It's clear what is clearly defined. What his age is, what his value, and therefore how much the donation is, and that exact amount. If he's between the ages of 20 and 50, and then before he has a chance to pay up, he's struck by a bolt of lightning, the 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 heirs would now be obligated to pay from the estate a set 50 shekel. ali. However, if someone says a uh, that he wants to pay may, he wants to pay his assessed value. Um, and then, this man is also struck by a bolt of lightning. Then, the the heirs are not obligated to pay from the estate. Because there is no value to dead people. And this is based on a on a concept that when someone says, I will play, pledge my assessed value, over there, he, he cannot be saying, I'll, play, I'll pay for my assessed value of right now. Because it's impossible to assess how much he is worth right now rather what he means to say is i will pay my assessed value when we assess what my value is um, <clears throat> excuse me just to bring this out a person has no idea what his value truly is and he ne- he needs to undergo an assessment so it's understood in the pledge that what he, what he means when he makes it when he makes his pledge when he pledges this donation what he refers to is at the time of my uh, at the time of the assessment that value of my uh, uh, of the time of the assessment that's what i that's what, I, that's, what I, that's what i truly intend to pay, since in this case he was unable to ever come to an assessment because he passed away first, therefore the heirs would not be obligated to pay, the estate is not obligated to pay for his donation because he, he, his, donation, his, his, donation, his donation never really happened. If someone pledges the the set value of his arm or the set value of his leg, he's wasting his breath, that makes no sense. Because there is no, there is no. The Torah never gives us a value for an arm or value of a leg. Um, okay, the erech the If a person says, "I will pay my set the set value of my head or the set value of my liver," these are obviously um, organs that are that are necessary for human function. Over there, nice and erech kulai. For that, even though there is no, there's no assess, there is no Set value for 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 a head, and there's no set value for a liver. But since those are integral organs, that for that that would be considered as if he pledged to the erech of his entire body. It's as if he said, "I will pay for my erech," and therefore we follow through. So if he's, if a twenty year twenty five year old male says, "I will pay," I I pledge to pay the set value. Of my head in that case we say well saying the set value of your head is as if you said the set value of your entire body and therefore you're obligated to pay for the entire fifty zalaw this is the rule tu is something which the life depends on it for that he has an obligation to pay for his entire Erech. even though he only said i'll pay i'll pay for the Erech of my head he's obligated to pay for the Erech of his entire body um, as opposed to in the first cases where he only pledged the Erech, the set value of his arm in that case he does not have any obligation to pay Okay, now an interesting an, an interesting application of the previous halacha. Chati y'olai. <laughs> if a person says I will pay half of my Erich, not He pays half of his Erich. So again, our, our good friend, the 25-year-old male, um, pledges to give half of his Erich. So his Erich is fifty, his set value is fifty. Since he pledged half, he pays twenty-five. But if he flips the order of the words and he says, Erich y'olai, <laughs> The era, the value of half of me. That's how much I have an obligation to pay over there. earth. That's an erich Kula. He's obligated to pay for his entire body. And the reason is because a person can't survive with only half their body. And saying that I will pay for the Eirech, I will pay for the set value of half of me, is equal to saying I will pay for the Eirech, the set value of my head. And, this, and the same way that if someone pledges any any organ which is necessary for life, is obligated to pay for his entire his entire era. So, too, if a person pledges for half of his body, since he can't survive without it, therefore, would be obligated to pay for his entire erech. Now, the same rules that apply to Erechid, that um, if a person pledges the limb, which is which is integral for his for his life, in that case. Even if he uses the word erach, he would be obligated to pay for the entire thing. The same the same rule applies. Even if a person pledges just the assessed value of a limb, we don't say, "Hey, let's go look at the illegal uh, organ market and we'll see how much delivers. run at." But rather, what, what he's obligated to pay for is for his entire va- value. So, therefore, also a similar rule of halachas would come out. de If a person pledges half the half the assessed value of his body on him. Well, in that case, if you take him to the slave market, you see how much he's worth, and you pay half of his value. But if a person says, if a person says I will pay for the value of half of my body, since a person can't survive with, half, with only half of his body, he now would be obligated to pay for his entire uh, assessed value. Repeating over the same thing, Tzul By Tamei any limb which is integral for human life, that limb would now obligate him to pay for his entire body. What if someone turns to someone else and says, I will pay for his entire, his entire Erich. And then, Now these two people continue on the road, get in a car crash, and that's it, they're done. So, you have neither the subject, the person, again, we'll call them, uh, I don't know, Rob and Bob. Rob pledges Bob's value, and then both Rob and Bob go in a car and they drive off a cliff. So now we have neither, number one, the, the donor, number two is the subject, neither of them are alive. But since you use the word erech, erech is defined the mount. And so, the, the, the halacha is, Yidnu That in that case, so even though we don't have the subject around, and even though we don't have the donor around, it doesn't bother us because we know how much the donor intended to, to donate, and therefore the estate is now obligated to pay up for his donation. Let's say dumb shall plan So let's say let's say the donor says I will pay someone else's assessed value. And then let, so, so, and then the donor dies So you say, listen, the donor may have died, but this excuse me the subject is still here and since the subject is still around, so we could always assess the value of the subject and that, and that would be take, that money would be taken from the estate. But if the other way around if the donor is still alive and the subject died, let's say the subject passed away. In that case, or, or let's say the subject died, and let's say the subject and the donor died, in that case, they're totally off the hook because we have no, if we don't have a subject, we have no way to assess. Since his donation, since his pledge was was really assuming that there would be an assessment, and here there's no assessment, therefore they would be off the hook. So, so far, basically, the rules that we've come, that we could pull out of the, this Mishnah, there are primarily three rules. Number one, in that there's a difference between Erechon and nidarim. There's a difference between erich and a set value and nidarim, an assessed value re- regarding if the subject passes away. If the subject passes away by an erich, since the value is set, therefore the estate would be obligated to pay, as opposed to by a nether, since the, eva- since the, the donation hinges on an assessment and the assessment cannot come because the subject is no longer here therefore there would be no obligation to pay such a nether. That's one rule we learned from the Mishnah. Another rule we learned from the Mishnah is this concept of "davar that if someone, excuse me, that if someone pledges an 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 integral body part over there, he would be obligated to pay for the entire body. That would apply by both in the Dharam as well as by erichin. And then we saw these um, that that if it's a non-integral body part, in the case of erich. Over there, there would be no obligation to pay. So if someone pledges their hand, since a person can survive without their hand, there is no concept of erechin set by hands, and therefore he would, he would not be obligated to pay. Okay, so now with that quick review of the Mishnah, let's continue on. Let's go move on to the Gemara. Taner Chaymer be There is in some way, nidarami repeating over the, the theme of the Mishnah, nidarami are in some ways an assessed value, is in, are in some ways more strict than Erhan than, than set values and if if I turn to a Ba I turn to a animal, a bird, whatever it may be and I say I will pay for its assessed value well there's no reason why that doesn't have a value to it and there would be an obligation to fulfill his donation as opposed to by Erhan. The concept of erichin, the, this the, the only time that we have set numbers are for people. The Torah just never discusses set numbers for animals. And therefore, if someone says, I will pay for the Erech of an animal, he definitely has no obligation to pay for the for any Erech, because there is no concept of Erech for animal. The any in Behesegad is another concept that by Erechim, we discussed before, there was a park about it earlier, that Typically, before we get to erichin, typically when there is an obligation to pay, say there's a loan, or there were damages tort, whatever it may be, so over there, um, if the, if the, you know, if 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 he can't pay up the loan, so there's no there's no concept of filing bankruptcy in halacha, okay, leaving aside dina de'machus dina, but from a strict halachic standpoint. There is no concept of filing bankruptcy. There's no way out. If you borrowed money, you got to pay up. And if you damage someone, you got to pay up. The the only exception to this is by Erechen. By by Erechen, if I pledge money that I cannot afford to pay up, then in those cases, we can assess to see how much you can pay up. And you pay that. Now, the difference is, obviously, you can't pay more than what you have. The difference is well what about money you make afterwards? is that money obligated to be to continue paying up for your loan so if it's a standard loan or really any obligation over there, you any future money that you that you, that you may have is uh, you're you now obligated to you you now, you now must use to pay up for your for your previous loan as opposed to pay and, and any future monies you get to keep this rule this exception applies specifically to Er and as opposed to nidar. if I pledge an assessed value, there is no concept of Hesag, yeah, there's no way to get away with paying for anything less than the actual donation. Fine. In some ways, Erechen are more... That, so those are the ways that Nidarem, that assessed values are more or they're more strict than Erechen than, uh, than, than, um, set values. But there's a chaymer Be'erechen, and Nidarem, there is one. There are cases where Erech and set values are more strict than Adarim than assessed values. Kate said, how is this so? If he says, I will pay for my own erich, I'll pay for my own value, set value. And um, he passes on Yitnu Yarshim, in that case, the, 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 the heirs would be obligated to pay from the estate. Since the value was set, they know how much the donation is, they got to pay up. If he says, I'll pay my assessed value, and then he passes on Yit Yarshim, in that case, the ears are not obligated to use the money of the estate to pay up for his loan. she ain't done Mason because there's no value to a, to a corpse and since there's no value to a corpse and his donation hinged on an assessment, the assessment the, the assessment could not take place, therefore not, the, the estate is not obligated to pay up Omar New York the Gemara now goes back to explain this line if I say archaeeo if I say I pledge my assessed value and he dies. In that case, the heirs are obligated to pay up from the estate. <laughs> this seems to imply that even though the obligation only came because of a verbal commitment, that would be enough to, to, to allow you to collect from the estate. Now, this is really subject to a major machaikas. There's a machaikas throughout a Shas, dispute, a dispute throughout Shas. Which loans, are, which loans do, we, do, do we obligate the estate to pay up for? Do, are they obligated to pay up for all loans, or are they only obligated to pay up for loans that there's a document backing the loan? Okay, the, the, the source, this we discussed a little bit before. We can't go into exactly what the machaikas is, but there's a machaikas apparently about, or there, there is a machaikas, about whether or not a verbal commitment is enough to now obligate the estate that even after he passes, he passes on, then the estate would be obligated to pay for that also. The Gemara says that we see from Milva alpa if there's a loan, even if it's more than verbal, it's, it's a loan, but there's no document that, that backs it. In that case, also, it could be Gavim Ayarshan. You could collect from the air, similar to the case of Nidaram. That over here it's only a verbal commitment, yet, commitment. Yet still there is an obligation on the estate. The answer answers Shani Hacha. No, Erchin is different than Muvak. The Over here it's not just a verbal commitment, but in fact there is a document that backs the commitment, and that document is is, is the Torah. The Torah says that if you say I'm obligated to pay for Erchin, you are obligated to pay for Erchin. That serves as our deed, or that, as our document, our, uh, the, uh, the the documents alone, and therefore. There would be an obligated to pay up even from the estate. The Gemara says, Well, that too is subject to a dis- dispute. Can the Torah serve as a document regarding the loan? It's not individual. It's not custom-tailored written to this specific loan. It just says, if I pledge erachin, that case I have an obligation to pay, it never says that so so and pledged er- uh, so-and-so pledged money, and therefore so-and-so is obligated to pay. This should at least serve, serve as proof that even uh, that any obligation in the Torah is enough to obligate, to obligate the estate. The Gemara says, no, okay, you're right. None of these, we'll, we'll, we'll have to try something new. We'll have to figure out wh- what was the case. Why is it that you could collect from the estate? The Gemara says, new, new option. Our case that we're referring to is that there was, the, 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 there was a court case. They adjourned the, the, the court. They ruled that he's obligated to pay up. And everyone agrees, even if, I, even if I say that a commitment without a legal document is not enough to obligate the estate, once there already was an issuing, once there already was a ruling by the court that says that there is an obligation to pay up, that's enough. Everyone agrees that that's already considered a document. Here I have a document that states clearly that you're obligated to pay up, and therefore there would be, a, uh, uh, it, would be it would be more than a muvah uh, hapahah would be considered a muvah hapahah. The Gemara answers the Kavasakabi demeolai If this is so, then let's go look at the case that we're trying to contrast it to. We say by erich and you're obligated. You then you collect from the estate by d- by demeolai by a case where it's only a, a, a only an assessed value. In that case, there is no obligation. Then there is no obligation on the estate. The heirs are not obligated to pay up. The Gemara says am I late new yarshem I, I, I late new yarshem d- now, Then in this case, why does the, why do the heirs not pay up? Meaning that the only reason why, we're, why are we why we to explain before why the heirs are not, not obligated to pay up is because there is no assessment over here since it was a court case. Since our case, the case of Bryce was talking about a case where there was a court ruling on the obligation over here. Why are they not over here? Why are why is the estate not obligated to pay up even in a case of demey? The Gemara answers that um, we'll have to we'll have to explain that this case is referring to a case where there was of court there there, 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 there was, there was official court ruling saying they are obligated to pay, up, to pay up, but the court never actually made the assessment, and therefore even in the case of demei alai. Since my, all, my whole obligation always hinged on the fact there's an assessment, even though the court ruled that I'm obligated to pay up, since the court never assessed his value, and now that they're doing the assessment, the subject has passed away and he has no value, therefore there's no obligation, obligation to pay up. The marketing is on to the next part of the Mishnah. Erech Yadi, the Erech Ragli, life, a person pledges the value of their arm, the value of their, uh, value of their leg, they're off the hook. Amr of Gidol, Rav. Rav Gidol said in the name of Rav, they are not truly off the hook. There is no erech, but there still would be a damim. There still is an assessment, and therefore we'll take him to the slave market and we'll follow through based on the assessment you said in the Gemara earlier. You see what's the difference in value between a slave with two arms and a slave with only one arm, and that much you still would have an obligation to pay. So there's no erech; he's not obligated to pay for his entire value, but he still would have to pay for his arm and his leg. Now there is a piece of information that's missing over here, we will throw it, we will explain it right now. There's a discussion earlier in the first parak about Adamitsudvarlava tal. Do people just say things without meaning them? Can we assume that if someone said something, they intend that their words should have meaning to them? This Rav Gidl Amarav assumes that in It's according to the opinion of Rameyr, Rameyr says that when people say things they mean that they want they, they, they want what they're saying to actually take effect. And over here, since he said erich yali, since he used the word sorry erich he said, "I will pay for the erich of my arm." Even though that really halakhically doesn't make any sense, there's no such thing as erich there's no such thing as of an arm of his arm. We assume the person intends for his wording to make sense, and therefore we assume that what he means to say is demei The value of my hand is is I have the obligation to pay up for the value of my hand. The Gemara says. Um, so that's all according to the opinion of a <clears throat> So, katani. Uh, the Mishnah doesn't say that. The Mishnah says if someone says yad yalei, I'll pay for the value, of my, the erich, the set value of my hand. doesn't. It's as if he said nothing. There's no obligation to pay. The Gemara says a mayor. You're right. The Mishnah says there's no obligation. The Mishnah goes according to the opinion of Ramayar. the The say people just say things and they don't mean it, and therefore there'd be no obligation to pay. The arch of Gidlam Rav said that he, he, he is obligated to pay for its value, to pay for the value of the arm. That's a qu- according to the opinion of Reb Meir. says we try to make sense of what people have to say, and therefore we would obligate him to pay for the value of his arm. The Gemara says, This, is, this seems pretty obvious. If of already told us to us. The of If a person turns to a vessel or, or, or an item, a cleat, and he says, I will pay for the Erech of the Kli. Now, the concept of Erech makes no sense by Caleb. As we said before, Erech's set values only apply to human beings. If someone turns to a, a vessel and he says, I will pay for the Erech of, of this Kli, of this inanimate object. And in that case, and Dhamma for says, well... We have to figure out what 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 does he mean to say? Obviously, he doesn't refer to eric He must be referring to dumb, he Must be referring to assessed value. So they take it to Mesa, to see how much they'll pay for such an item. So the gemara says that we already found it. V'gidam rav told you, according to the opinion of her mayor. We go and we try to make sense of what people have to say. Why should an arm be any different than a, than, than a vessel? Mayor says no. Over, there a person recognizes that there's no concept of erichin said at all regarding vessels. It's, an, it's an, an, an inanimate object. No one would think that there's a concept of erich, a concept of set value. And therefore, it could be assumed that what he intended to say was Dammim. He intended to say assessed value. But over here, when we're, when we're discussing arms, we could say, maybe maybe he's just making a mistake. The savar he thinks, the same way I could pay erich of a head, I could pay erich of my liver, since it's an integral organ. Therefore, I'm obligated to pay for my entire, entire value. You can have an Erech Yad of Erech Ragli. Similarly, I can similarly pledge the Erech of an arm or Erech of a leg. I like Amar, but he doesn't intend to say I'll pay for the value. And therefore, when he thought, since he made a mistake, he believed he could, he could have an Erech of his arm. He truly meant to say I will pay for the Erech of the arm. Therefore, we don't try to make sense and try to say, no, obviously you understand that there's no concept of erach of an arm, and therefore what you're referring to is dumay, or you're referring to it as assessed value. Sigmar says, Kamash, for that reason, if found it necessary to repeat himself, and says that no, people also recognize that there's no concept of erach for an arm, or even so, we say this of the of and therefore we'll, under, we'll, 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 so to speak, read into his words that what you were referring to was not set value, you we're referring to as assessed value, and he would be obligated to pay for the assessed value of his arm. If a person pledges for any integral organ, in that case, he's got to pay for his ent- entire. Value my time wise is so nefashous, When the Torah describes Erich and it says, Hashem. is the word souls, it means anything that is necessary for life. What, does, what are we saying? That it, that this is the rule, anything that's integral for life. That, didn't we already say that if he is, pledges his head and pledges his Liver, in that case, is obligated to pay for his entire assessed value, his entire set value. The Gemara says, that this comes to include even things that are, uh, you know, subject to a dispute as to whether or not they are integral for his for, for his living, meaning from the knee and up. If the leg is cut off from the knee and up, according to the Gemara, is considered a trefa and uh, that means that it's necessary for life. Over here also, in that case, own pledges, uh, the, area above his, uh, the, the area above his knee, his leg, all the way up to the thigh, let's say, for example, over there, he would be obligated to pay for his entire, uh, his entire set value. Okay, if he pledges half of his erech in that case, he only pays half, but if he pledges the erech of half of him, then he's got to play the whole thing. Tanaraban and if someone pledges half of his Erech, and let's say he's worth 50 shackle between the ages of 20 and 50, male, he owes 50 shekel. Since he pledged half of it, he only pays 25. He gets hit, and he's got to pay for his entire assessed value. The Gemara says, Leica. says Leica, am I? what are you hitting him for? What did he do wrong? So, okay, fine, he pledged half his value. We end up, but what, what's he getting hit what's he getting hit for? What did he what did he do wrong? What have did he do? Amar um, a says no, no no we got the words we got the words we got the words Leica, correct? Leika he gets hit, be shall him in that which he's gotta be he's gotta pay for his entire value. Even though he pledged only half his value, we, we, we fine him and pay him we obligate him to pay the other half. My time wise this. So Xerchati Arki O to Since, as the Mishnah says, if someone pledges for the value of the assessed the the set value of half of his body, in that case, he's obligated to pay for his entire value. And people would get confused between half the value or the value of half. So he said, in all cases, he's got to pay for his entire value, even though it makes no sense. He got hit too bad, and he's got to pay for his entire value just to avoid confusion. Okay. Same rule applies also by set value, by assessed values by set values that you'd be obligated if you pledges an integral organ. We include both neder and Erech in this rule. That's again lastly that again comes to include um, above the knee. If someone pledges. For half of the Erech, the set value of a Kli, of a vessel, that which makes no sense. You can't have a set value of a vessel. Remeir says he's got to pay half. You, although he can't pay for the Erech, although he can't pay for Erech, there is no set value to a vessel, yet there is a demei. There, there is an assessed value, and therefore you assess the value of that Kli, you assess the value of that vessel, and he pays half. That goes to Rameer's opinion, that you try to figure out how to make sense of what he's saying. Nothing happens. And he's not obligated to pay a penny because there's no such thing as paying for a set values uh, for set values of Caleb. The Gemara brings down a story, Rabbi Chalash, Rabbi got sick, Ulagabe Abai of Abai and the rest of the rabbis all went in to go visit him. Vyasvi v'kayamri, and they sat and they were saying, Bishlam or Kasavar, We understand the opinion of Ramer Remar said by the case of someone who pledges half the set value of a vessel, he's got to pay for the whole, he's got to pay for the set, the half of the assessed value of the vessel. We understand that's Romero. It's the old old Romero who says people don't waste their words. And therefore we explain, yeah, obviously what he meant was not set value, but assessed value. The Rabbanon that disagree, they say no, by the case of half the kli over there, he doesn't play anything. What are they, what are they, what are they, what's their opinion? If they're of the opinion that normally, yes, people do say things that make no sense. Why did we pick specifically a case where someone pledges half, half of the assessed value of a vessel? Why don't we just say, if someone pledges the assessed value of a vessel, according to our according to mayor, he's got to pay its value. And according to Rabbanon, he's, he's off hook. Why do we say half the assessed value of the vessel? And if people don't waste the words and they hold like, the other, according to the opinion of nami. in that case, they should be obligated to pay half. Like, where does, why, why are we only discussing a case of half? Clearly, it's only for their Abana. And in their Abana, why would that make a difference? Amra Lohua, rav of the. The Abraba explained this price as follows. Savrila. Really, the Rabban like Ramayra, that we try to explain some kind of logical thing with that they're saying. Vasabla Krib Shimon, but they have they have one exclusion. That's Rib Shimon. They're according to the, they follow with Rib opinion that if someone says, something trying to make sense of what they said. And therefore, typically, if someone says I will pay for the set value of a vessel, we say no, what you mean is assessed value of a vessel. But the Sava Shimon they have one exception. That's Rib Shimon. Rib Shimon says this is a limitation. He didn't do a standard pledge. People normally pledge. If I want to pledge money, I would find the smaller vessel and say I'm going to pay for the value of that vessel. Why is this person picking half of a vessel? That's weird. That's strange. That's not typical. So, we assume that if a person's saying something strange, he's making a strange donation, and he also now is using a, a strange terminology, erech. so we see, oh, listen, this guy, he's not serious. If he'd be referring to a regular vessel and say, I will pay for that erech," well, we say, okay, even though you use the word set value, we assume what you mean is assessed value. But if a person points to a, a half of vessels, I'm going to pay the Eirech of that half of vessel we'll say, listen, you're saying, you're making a strange donation, and you're using improper wording, okay? If you're using improper wording for a strange donation, you're probably just joking. We ignore the guy entirely. Therefore, the are only argued by a case of a half a vessel, and that's why the Brass had to be referring to specifically a case of half a vessel. However, so Arki shall shall plenty a lieu may of someone going back in the end part of the mission. What's this case that he's got to pay? Must be the case that there was a uh, a a a There was a case where there was a court case. This is apparently the same case. This is, this is the same case as the beginning part of their mission. the says, it's, the, it's safe. It's the, 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 we need this just for the continuation. It says, If someone says, I will pay his value and the donor died, the estate has an obligation to pay. I would think that, since that, that at the point the donor died, the donor died and the subject is still around. I would have thought that, all right, that's very nice that you had a court case and you decided that's what you're obligated to pay. But, you know, there, 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 there was never an assessment. So I would think that there, since there's no assessment, there's not enough of an obligation to now dump it onto the state. From here we say that, no, since there was a court case, therefore there's an obligation on the estate already to pay up. Aviumden of Gile Mil Sabaamu and for this uh, and for this the uh, the the assessment is just a gilem Mil Sabaama. It's just to figure out how much he's gotta pay. We will stop here for this week at the Yumir Tashama Hafama Bez by the Mishnah next week.